0: All right, folks, episode 13. The unluckiest of numbers, they say. (laughs) So we'll see how this app turns out.
1: What a fucking shit intro that
0: (laughs) Uh, I did say I'd leave it to you and I just took over. I'm glad you did because I had nowhere to go with it. Go on, mate, give us your revised intro.
1: No, I was gonna say something very similar, but I knew it would sound shit, so I'm glad you said it, mate. Yeah. Let's just press on, shall we? I uh,
0: should I should I mention I'm drinking coffee, right, from my grandmother's mug that says, Smoking is my choice, so fuck off. Government warnings suck. <laughs> <sighs> That's uh, yeah. That's
1: one way to announce yourself as
0: a bogan, isn't it? That's the state of my grandmother. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) NBA. (laughs) Go on, Alex. What, What have you? Got for us today with the NBA.
1: Where do I start, mate? Where do I start? Uh, let's go for just fucking start um, somewhere. Do you want good or bad news first?
0: Um, let's let's start with good because I know the bad news is quite bad.
1: All right, let's go with a more positive thing. Yeah. One of the big things from this week was the Siakam trade. Pascal down to Pacers from the Raptors. Yes, 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 yes. Um. So yeah, he's gone there. Bruce Brown, uh, a few role players. I think Jordan Nwora and three first-round picks went the way of the Raptors. Uh, who's the winner? Oh, right now, Pacers. Yep.
0: Um, I think it. Yeah, definitely improves their squad for this year and their push in playoffs um but man three first round picks that's that's uh pretty handy going into what a postseason yeah is it this is it for this postseason coming up or uh is there a couple futures in there as well i think i know there's definitely one for the recent um for the next uh draft but um yeah.
1: Oh no, yeah, two of the first round picks going to the Raptors are for 2024. Yeah, okay. Um while the third is for 2026. Yeah, okay. Cool.
0: Yeah, I mean that it's that's yeah, great. That's what you want first round pick. So in the long run definitely Raptors are going to relish that, but yeah, I think they lose a quality player in Pascal and I think Indiana yeah, gain from him being there for sure.
1: Yeah, I think the um I don't know what this expression is. I was thinking of an expression. But uh, it was all. Carpe Diem? It was. <laughs> YOLO is what I'm looking for. No, it's not. Um, the, the cards are on the table. Is that the expression? <laughs> I've never heard any expression. I don't think that's the expression. The cards
0: are on the table. <laughs>
1: I've heard was, that
0: played like poker or UNO,
1: but no. Well, yeah, that is yeah not what I'm looking for. Fucking but hell. what I'm trying to say is I think this, this trade was coming. I mentioned it last week. You were surprised, um, which shows the levels of knowledge in this game, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, my, um, my cards are clearly not on the table there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But it really shows uh, a change in the guard at the Raptors um, in terms of... I don't think there's anyone left from their starting five that won the championship, which was 2019, I believe. Yeah,
0: 2019.
1: So that's pretty wild, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, Pascal was the last one to go. uh, OG went recently. Um, I don't think he started in that. Team, but he was there. But yeah, no, they're they're all gone. Lots of fresh faces down in Toronto.
1: But yeah, I agree with you. I think Indiana win in the short term, but I think it shows what Toronto's new sort of aim is and the way they're going to play in the future. So they've obviously gone with the youth. I'm interested whether they keep Bruce Brown. Do you think they will?
0: Um, probably not. I don't. I don't think so. Um, I think. There's talk that he might go back to to Denver.
1: I don't think they have the salary to pick him up, though, because he just signed. That was... I think they couldn't match the offer that Pacers gave him.
0: Yeah, I think... Yeah, I read a bit that he's going to... Because he'll be a free agent again after this year, and I think that he's going to have to settle for earning less. And if that's the case, um, he'll go back to Denver. Because I think... He's not as good as his asking price is.
1: Yeah, I think he's on about 20-something million a season yeah. at the moment. And I think, yeah, you're right, his output at pace since he went there. Hasn't been bad. He's been very consistent, but I don't think he's been super... I don't know. He's not set the world alight, which is another expression I can find. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'd be interested as to whether, yeah, he finds a new home even before this trade window closes because he's definitely got value, probably shown that he's got more value coming off the bench yeah. than
0: anything. Yeah, absolutely. A very, very solid bench player.
1: And we've mentioned before that the Knicks are definitely interested in boosting their bench, so whether they can make something happen, who knows?
0: Yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, we'll move on, shall we? What else? What else we got? Um, should we talk... Are we still on good news or... Uh yeah, may as well. What else what else we got's good news?
1: Um we've got uh look there is a not lot a lot look, of good news looking at our that? agenda, it was a fucking average week
0: well, for one of our mental health. <laughs> if you're a Denver fan, I guess there's some good news
1: there. Yes, yeah, that's probably the the bright news, um, other than the Seattle trade. Is that even bright news? Um, Denver ended Boston's 20-0 and 0 home run to start the season, which was their longest in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Denver went up there to the uh, TD Garden, I think it's called, and uh, showed them that they're not here to, to fuck about. No. Really... St- gave them their sort of intentions and showed that they are still a top, top draw team on their day because it's pretty hard to go to Celtics and win, especially with the momentum they've had to start the year.
0: It is. And it was a message they needed to send because Denver have been pretty poor of late. They've, they've uh, looked disappointing in, in a few games recently. Um, so, yeah, they, they definitely needed a win and and you couldn't can't get a bigger win than that, really
1: yeah uh, they've not been bad, but I agree they've been not quite reached the heights that they'd shown they could reach last at the end of last year and finals yeah to but their maybe' standards, they're, yeah they're they're just a bit more they've got that sort of championship hangover, and I think come playoff time they'll be as good as they've been
0: i hope um, I hope so what what alarms me is just their inability to to hold games and they're just like throwing it away at the end. That's what I've yeah. noticed in in the last few games that I've watched, um, and that's you know you can't allow that to happen, especially in playoffs. So hopefully they sort that out come playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think they'll come good. I would definitely not write them off for any championships, as they've still got such a strong team. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You talked about bottling leads there later, mate. I'm wondering if you watched the next game this morning. <sighs>
0: Uh, I did not need to watch the one this morning. It's been the story of most of the season, especially the last few games.
1: Yeah, I just saw this morning, I think you were up 11 points with about five minutes left. Yeah. And you actually looked pretty comfortable for once. Yeah, against
0: against a very good team.
1: Kawhi was on seven points. No one else was really... Done too much. I think Paul George was on nine points at the time. And you're like, wow, they, they really held them. And then before you knew it, Kawhi was up to 21 points and Clippers got quite a comfortable win. So big turnaround.
0: Yeah. Nah. And yeah, it's been one of our weaknesses, not just this season, like last season. We just can't hold a lead. We let teams get back into games. And yeah, it's 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 frustrating. But fucking I mean, R- Westbrook had a game off the bench.
1: Yeah, he did. Six man a year incoming, baby. Um but some of the shot selection from the Nets players was awful. Claxton took a three when you're on like a a struggling run in that last five minutes and you're like, when is that the shot? The bloke can't even hit a three throw. A free throw. <laughs> yeah. Free three throw, free throw yeah and cam thomas was trying to be the hero and then cam johnson was yeah thinking he was prime mj i just think we touched on it a lot so i won't beat a dead horse but Mm -hmm. uh yeah it ain't going great it's time
0: time to shift the magnets i think
1: absolutely at least you haven't lost to portland twice in the last few weeks let's move on to some (laughs) more no we don't have any Uh,
0: we've got neutral news i guess now um I'll I'll bring up Giddy. Yes. Obviously, a lot of controversy surrounding the Australian superstar, Josh Giddy, um, who plays for OKC. Um, Earlier in the season, he was uh, under investigation for having potentially an inappropriate relationship with a minor. Um, Mm -hmm. And the NBA did not sanction him because it was under investigation he wasn't proven guilty so he was still out of play but i think you could tell that it really affected him cuz he yeah. his output is definitely not as good as it was last season um mm-hmm. and and it would be difficult i guess to to play with with um you know uh that heavy weight i guess on your shoulders with being investigated um regarding something pretty pretty serious i guess um, yeah
1: no nobody wants to be facing any sort of allegations let alone those that yeah sort of link you with that uh, and i i don't really have an opinion on that I, i'm pretty gray on all the the ins and outs of the the information but i'm guessing because the police case is closed that nothing more is going to happen
0: yeah um, well yeah as i was going to get into they yeah i think it was this time last week they came out and said that he had been uh, found not guilty. Um, yeah, wasn't uh, sufficient evidence to to incriminate him. So he's yeah he's he's free, and I guess that is case closed. Um, yeah, yeah. Regardless of my opinion of it, um, I do want to bring up that after he was cleared, he played the next day, and his stats were for that game. Well, he got a double double actually. You got twenty points. 10 rebounds and 6 assists um mm. and that's definitely the best game he's had all year so you can uh you can tell that that certainly held him back um and you know having that cleared from him obviously was uh a big help in 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 getting him back to the to the form that we know he can show
1: yeah, I think a couple of weeks ago, he got a trip dub against Portland in one of the quickest ever trip dubs. So like, oh, did he? he still had his, his odd game. Um, Obviously, under the sort of cloud that he was with these allegations. But I think what's interesting to me is, uh, I agree, I think he'd probably turn a corner with his performances now. the The coach definitely started to use him less. He was being actively booed in yeah. stadiums and arenas. And... I think, unfortunately, that that's probably going to live and stick with him, um, regardless of the police case, which is really unfortunate. Um, If it's completely untrue, then it's kind of rubbish that he'll have to live with that because lots of arenas are actively booing him quite loudly and strongly, and that obviously would get in your head as you're playing.
0: I guess that's the state of play, though, for a modern-day athlete, and they're the things you have to learn to navigate. You know you're gonna be constantly under scrutiny from the public eye, so it's just how you, yeah, how you navigate that yourself, and your I guess if you have um, discernment with your values, and you know whether you know yourself that you weren't in the wrong, that's just what you have to live by, I guess. And um, I'm just I'm glad to see him playing well again because he is a a superstar, and um, he's gonna be very handy for Australia. In the next ten or so years, so
1: Yeah. Would you say you're giddy about his future, mate?
0: I'm giddy about his playing future, very
1: much so. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Uh, On to the negatives.
0: Yeah, this one's really sad. Um Uh I don't know. Do you wanna bring it up or do you want me to bring it up? Yeah, you you got it, mate.
1: You're the bearer of
0: bad <laughs> news. Um, so Golden State Warriors and Utah Jazz had a game postponed, I think five or six days ago. And uh, this was because the Golden State Warriors assistant coach, uh, Dejan Milojevic, um, passed away sadly after a tragic heart attack during a a team dinner the night before the game, Um, which is, yeah, just the horrible news. and obviously, very um, what's the word? Um, very traumatic for the uh, for the Warriors team. Who, um, yeah, I think most of them, or if not all of them, were were there when it when it happened. So they've had a few games postponed, understandably, um, which I think has been great by the NBA to give them some time and space to to recover from. Yeah, from what would have been a a very, very difficult ordeal. So, yeah, we won't go into that too much. Um, But, yeah, uh, best wishes, I guess, with Golden State and and the family of Milojevic. And um, hopefully, yeah, something positive comes from this, I guess.
1: Yeah, awful for the players and coaching staff involved in that one. So I hope they're all all right and getting the support they need because that would be extremely traumatic to to witness and be a part of
0: yeah um what yeah let's move into something less less uh hard to talk about
1: well on that the, there's a a nice uh a lightness to to all this the raptors head coach was uh i think a friend or had worked uh, with yeah. Mil- milojevic is it yeah um and I think he ran a play for him the next night that he'd found out uh, about Mil- Um And the play was one that Milojevic had drawn up and used and he sort of stole it off him and they scored from it. So nice yeah. to get a little ode to him in that game. It's um, first but,
0: first play of the game as well, I think.
1: That's it, yeah. And he was pretty upset, obviously, talking about it. So, um, but yeah, nice little touch from him.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um. Uh,
0: Did you want to discuss the Cavs, I believe?
1: Yes, I did want to touch on the Cavs and they've been really good of late. I don't know if you've been able to watch much of them. I'm going to just find out the win streak they're on. I think it's a pretty solid one. They've won seven in a row. Yeah. um, And all without Ever Mobley is a notable absence and also Darius Garland, a notable absence. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, Is it working Mitchell and Garland in particular as a backcourt? Um, Because I I should mention, Mitchell is obviously in. Allen's in. They're the main two starters that are in. I don't know if Struess was starting. Yeah, um, Struess has been starting. But Mitchell's been absolutely terrific in every game recently. uh, Assisting, rebounding, scoring. um, And he just looks like better a better player when he's the man and he's the, the star and it's sort of his team to direct traffic with and I'm wondering yeah if Garland and him is potentially not working after seeing how well Mitchell's been playing. Um
0: I mean it's obviously working well without Garland. I think that's a luxury you have of having a superstar like Donovan in the team. But I wouldn't say it's not working when they're together as well. Like yeah. if you look last year they had a very good season and both were pretty healthy the whole time and playing together. Um, yeah, I, I still think it works with them both. Um, I just think Mitchell's a superstar and mm. imagine having a play like that you can rely on when another superstar gets injured. So, um, mm. yeah, I, I love Cavs. Uh, I have f- put them high on, on my um, where I thought they'd finish this year and, and yeah, they're, where are they? They're like... Are they top five or top six?
1: Yeah, they're fourth. Fourth Fourth. now
0: after this run. So they're smashing it. And you mentioned Mobley being out. He is a massive out defensively. One of the.
1: Spider. Yeah,
0: spider. (laughs) (laughs) One of the uh, best defensive players in the comp. So um, to be doing that without him, yeah, it's amazing. Hopefully they can get him back um, come playoff times. I think they're going to have a a good run at it.
1: Yeah, it is. It's just interesting because obviously. A lot of times you see teams put together a list of, of three or four stars, um, and sometimes it doesn't work. And it's real interesting that in basketball that is often the case. Like mm. It's such a ball-dominant sport for certain players, and they perform better when the ball is in their hands every play. Yeah, um, And when you have more stars, obviously you touch the ball less, you get less shots. You're kind of seeing that at Phoenix at the moment, they've had their their issues this season um so uh, yeah I will be interested because both Mitchell and garland have a lot of trade value um Mitchell's only going to drive his price up with this this stuff at the moment the way he's performing so I don't know I think they they're a dark horse for moving one of them on and I wouldn't be amazed if maybe not this trade window but the next they start yeah thinking about that life without one of those guards
0: mate you've been hot on the trades so far this season, so you know i'm I'm not gonna put it past you here I'll, I'll back you in mate that's it
1: mystic mate said it again mate
0: well uh that's it for n b a and we'll uh we'll be back with some hopefully more positive news next week
1: yeah, that's it we gotta be getting near the trade deadline so hopefully there's some more trade stuff because that's always fun absolutely
0: all right al our- do I have a trivia for you today? What you have just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your
1: soul. Oh, straight into trivia! Yeah, straight go on, in Trivia. It's been
0: it's been a while,
1: but um,
0: I'll get you a trivia. We've <laughs> <laughs> prepared, I've prepared something for you today, and um. I'll ask you the question. Do you want to be an? Ami- <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask the question this time correctly. <laughs> Would you like to be a millionaire?
1: No, mate. I don't think um, money <laughs> equals happiness. So I'll leave it to you, mate. Alright. I'll
0: I'll rephrase the question. If you were ever on the show, who wants to be a millionaire? Do you think you could win the a million dollars? And obviously, because you're such a philanthropist, you'd give that away. Um, but do you think you could win that million dollar prize?
1: Do you see me as someone with brazen confidence?
0: Absolutely.
1: Then absolutely, I think <laughs> I could win it.
0: All right. I'm glad you said that because we are about to find out. <laughs> okay, so I've compiled a few questions here that have been the final questions for who wants to be a millionaire. Ooh. So the million dollar questions, all
1: right? Like literally
0: the last ones. Literally the last ones. Oh, okay. All right. So we're going to see how many of these you get right. All right? All right, um, I'm following. All right. So from now on, you can refer to me as Eddie. Eddie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McGuire himself. Maguire. More like fucking <laughs> Harry McGuire than <laughs> an old All right, I'll take Harry as well. Uh, anyway, first... Should have bought me prison bars.
0: <laughs> first question. Which insect shorted out an early supercomputer and inspired the term cuter, <laughs> cuter. computer bug? Alright, so your options are A. Moth. Y- yep. B. Roach, C, fly, or D, Japanese beetle.
1: (laughs) Have you thrown that one in there as an obscure one and thrown me off? Nah, nah, that's in there. Japanese beetle. Why is that in there? That's such a random. I'm going to go with Japanese beetle. (laughs) You bottle it. You absolutely. (laughs) Eating the bait, mate. It <laughs> is a moth. Alright, oh, there's a million down. There's get me, get me on the next million. So, yeah, you can It was a moth. Zero dollars. It
0: was a moth, apparently. A single moth. A single moth shorted out the early
1: supercomputer
0: and inspired what we know as a computer bug.
1: Yep. At least it wasn't a mouse playing up, mate. You see what I did that?
0: Next question.
1: Um, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> what? Uh, this is a good one because you claim that you're a fucking gun golfer, so you should know this one. What club did astronaut Alan Shepard use to make his famous golf shot on the moon? Was it A, a nine iron? B, a sand wedge? C, a six iron? Or D? A seven iron.
1: Fucking hell. Uh, I'm gonna say a nine iron.
0: What? What's your thinking behind that?
1: I'm thinking he probably wanted to get a bit of loft on the shot. <laughs> Thing is, sandwich heavy old club. Um,
0: but there is a lot of sand on the moon. A couple of bunkers. Do you know what I mean?
1: Have you ever been? I think they faked it. <laughs>
0: Well, that is actually option E. <laughs> is yes. here. No one's been on the moon. It's fake. <laughs> I'll go with E, please, Eddie. <laughs> nah, so you're locking in A, nine iron?
1: Nine iron, yeah.
0: Well, mate, you're still on $0 because it's six iron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I said turn that nine upside down. Fucking, it is has gone
0: for a fair whack with a six iron. <laughs> You oh, may as well get the fuck. driver out.
1: What was his thinking behind it? How far do you have to hit a few hundred yards to the flag? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the flag Neil Armstrong put before. It. That, <laughs> that flag was only put there because the boys in the USA just wanted a game of golf on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> were playing man. closest to the pin? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! now. All right, next question. So you're on zero dollars, mate. So you've not made any millions yet.
1: That's all right. I've got a few cracks in it. Like I said, it was never about the money anyway. <laughs> all
0: right. Now. All right. This, this is a hard word to say. Nephelocoxygia <laughs> <laughs> is the practice of doing what? Nephelocoxygia? Nephelocoxygia. Nephilococcidia.
1: Yeah, what are the it's options? It's the practice
0: of doing what? A. Finding shapes in clouds. B. Yeah. Sleeping with your eyes open. C. Breaking glass with your voice. Or D. Swimming in freezing water. What
1: What's it? I was looking for someone with dad in there. Yeah. Okay, well.
0: There's so, no reference um, to dead in any of those.
1: Never coxigia. coxigia. I'll
0: tell you what, mate. <laughs> I'll give you 50-50. How about that? Yeah, where's me lifelines? I life used them one. all earlier.
1: Yeah. 50-50. Go on. All right. Um, okay, so
0: it's either A, finding shapes in clouds, or C, yep. breaking glass with your voice.
1: Oh, fuck me. Uh, I'll phone a friend as well. <laughs> Go on, mate.
0: Who you going to call me? <laughs> I'm
1: calling Eddie Maguire. See if he can remember it. I'm going for breaking glass with your voice. Neville
0: Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> it's finding shapes in clouds.
1: It's like I'm deliberately getting these wrong, isn't it? Eh? wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mate, you are shit. <laughs> let's um, <laughs>
0: let's move. I got one more for you. all right? you should you should know this one. This is uh, there's quite a reference to the UK here in the answers. Okay. All uh, right. A rare example of a word that rhymes with orange: the blorange. Is a what? A a river in Ireland? B a forest in Scotland? C a mountain in Wales? Or D a desert in Australia? The Blorange. The Blorange. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Sounds made up, but yeah.
1: What lifelines I got left? Uh, Ask the audience. Uh, Ask the audience, and you're the only audience (laughs) member. I don't trust you. Um, well, Blorange. Yeah. The... Let me think this through, mate. Blorange rhymes with orange for one. Mm. And it is also... It was a desert in Australia, a forest in either... in S- Scotland, Scotland. A mountain in Wales. Yeah,
0: or a river in Ireland. Oh,
1: I'm going to have to lock in a river in Ireland.
0: You've got to say that. You say blorange in an Irish accent. Blorange. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's incorrect.
0: <laughs> Let's. We'll keep you going until you get it.
1: Oh fucking. Uh, next would be uh, the Australian desert one. Alright, oh, say blorange with an Australian accent. <laughs> G'day mate. Can I have one of those blorange? <laughs>
0: No, you can't make it. It's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back to fifty-fifty. <laughs> so it's either uh, a forest in Scotland or a mountain in Wales.
1: I'm going for a mountain in Wales.
0: All right, say Blorange in a in a orange. <laughs> it is correct. It yes. is it's a mountain in Wales. Just, just. Because you did the, the rest of them. Can you say Blorange in a Scottish accent?
1: See you, Jimette. Give us one of them Bloranges. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: unreal. <clears throat> so uh, I got that
1: one. So, a million bucks?
0: Yeah, so no, you have miserably failed that trivia, mate. But, um, you know, it's all worked out. Anyway, you said you you don't need money anyway, so... Good on you, mate
1: Yeah, no, fair enough I probably wouldn't have made it to that question regardless So I'm just glad I got a good crack at it
0: Yeah Well, those of you at home that were playing along Let us know how many millions you would have made from this segment Alright, Eddie signing out
1: <laughs> Does he have a sign out? Yeah Like is it What does he say?
0: Go with the pies Yeah <laughs>
1: Get those prison bars <laughs> off, you bloody poor ladies.
0: Oh, Chuck, mate. All right. We are moving into Croatian Word of the Week.
1: Oh, you've just heard me accents. You know I've been working on my Croatian.
0: Yeah, well let's let's test that right now. Do you remember the word last week, what nogomet means?
1: Yes, I do, mate. Go on, mate. And it's what we'll be going into next after this segment. That's football. Good stuff, mate. But it actually it's broken down into leg and ball. Like the action of kicking. Yeah, kicking. Yeah, yeah good yeah, stuff,
0: right. mate. You you really listened last week. I'm really glad. Thanks, mate. All right. Well, this week we've actually got a message from P. Dida. <laughs> so we're going to have a little listen to, to Dida's pre recorded message. And he's going to tell us this week's
2: uh, word of the week. Kaku This week's word of the week. This week word Croatian of the, the week. week. Croatian word of the week is švežnarića. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Yeah. All uh, right,
0: so this week's word of the week is Sveznalitza.
1: Sh Svezna <laughs> S-
0: Svezna I
1: thought I might get a pass for um this segment, judging on how many times I'd say Milievic in the last <laughs> segment.
0: You did well, mate, you pronounced it well. But yeah, Sveznalitza. What do you what do you reckon that is? S-
1: Sveznalitza. Um Given his track record, I'm going to go parakeet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's not a bird. It's not a bird oh. this time.
1: Um, he's thrown me. Svesna Litsa. Let's break it down. How many words is this one? You had lag and ball last week. Well, it is definitely um,
0: another did their word. So it's got it's got two meanings. Not two meanings. Sorry. It's got. You can use it two different ways. You can two use it. Ways. You can use it as one way, or you can use it as another way, it being ironic.
1: now so let I've. Uh, I want to say like you could say it bless you, like a sn- after a sneeze.
0: Okay, and then what, how else would you use that ironically? Oh, you mean? Do you mean like you can? I oh, know. Wait, I'm gonna let you say. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna
1: help you I was, here. <laughs> I was hoping you bail me out there. Um, The other meaning would be like in church. Bless you. <laughs> okay, that's it. I was like gonna if you say you were a vicar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, fair play. Yeah, no, nah, that's incorrect. Okay. All right. Um, well, um, good effort. Good effort. We're gonna let do that tell
2: us what it means. All right. All right. Go. Which means once one that knows all, uh... but in ironic why, or (laughs) simple English translation would be smartass. (laughs) Smartas. So one who thinks they know all. Yeah, one who thinks that know all. Thank you. Did they? if you say it in... uh, uh, you know, meaningful life mm. is one that is omniscient. Oh, so you can say it in two different ways. Yeah, but Szwednalec in an ironic way
1: oh. is smart, smart Us. Us. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Got it. There and you go. he, I noticed he said that twice at the start of the video. Was is there any meaning behind that? Said what twice? Like Szwednalec said twice. He said Szwednalec Szwednalec. Or was he just gathering his thoughts? Oh, I think he was just gathering himself, mate. <clears throat> I, think I don't know if he's going very... to say it twice. <clears throat>
0: no, nah, he's he's very nervous being on being on the pod. So that's why we had to pre record it, because he couldn't do it live.
1: Runs in the family then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. <laughs> that was eating a poor thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, there you have it, folks. Sveznalitsa. Uh, it's uh, either omniscient, all knowing, or. You're just a fucking smart ass.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. I might use that yeah. The few Croatian people I know <laughs> that would be appropriate for. Alright,
0: before you call me out, let's uh move into the EPL.
1: week. Um, We had the end of last week being played out this week, so I'll recap the scores um, that that completed the round that was. It started with Arsenal Palace on Saturday night our time, and it was Arsenal with a thumping 5-0 victory. Clubbing them. Watched a lot of this one. Uh, A bit worried about Roy. He does look like he could potentially... Have memory issues, Um, he's just smiling a lot And obviously 5-0 down, smiling, I'll get you enjoying the moment I don't think it's what the Palace fans want to see You're talking about Roy Uh,
0: Hodgson the coach, just I am, or
1: or as our roommate calls him, Roy Hodginson Roy Hodginson (laughs) (laughs) Um, To be fair, Roy
0: Hodgson probably calls himself Roy Hodginson (laughs) at this point in time
1: he was calling himself Arsene Wenger, I think. He thought he was sat in the Arsenal dugout. But 5-0 down, he was smiling away. And as Roy Keane would say, it's no smiling in the game. Um, a bit more accents for it, but yeah, the, there, a... <laughs> there was some protest from the Palace fans. I think they're getting a bit sick of it. Um, not necessarily Hodgson, but they probably feel that their club's gone a bit stagnant. So... Mm. Um, but yeah, a good win for Arsenal got them right back uh, to to the title race, I suppose. Um, and the other games this week, we had Brentford beat Forest three uh, two. This featured the return of Ivan Tony, which we will get into. Good win for Brentford that. Um, we had Chef United v West Ham, which was this morning, which they drew two all. Yeah, two men sent off in that one.
0: <clears throat> That's a great result for um, for Chef, who are at the bottom.
1: Absolutely, and the uh, the boring game of the week was Liverpool with a standard win against Bournemouth. Um, a, lot, a
0: very impressive Bournemouth team at home as well, I and mean, just fucking beat and, Bournemouth, and a relegation
1: candidate, four um, nil away to Bournemouth. So Anni- with
0: our second team, might I? Add.
1: Nothing to write home about. Mate, we
0: are cruising.
1: Yep, yeah, um, in, th- well, in second
0: gear. And just to, draw this,
1: just to draw this round out a bit longer, you've got Brighton v Wolves tomorrow uh, to complete, yeah, the world's longest round of uh, Premier League. <laughs> but yeah, there was, I don't know, the, nothing too amazing. It doesn't impact the table too much. Arsenal move up to third with 43. Liverpool chugging away, 48 at the top. Uh, Man City 43 as well, so they're second. But have a game in hand. So can get within five of Liverpool. Villa, fourth in 43. Wow, you've got your, second, third and fourth. Your
0: math is so bad. Liverpool can get within three. Uh, sorry, Man City can get sorry. within three of Liverpool.
1: This is just my trivia for you, mate. Is <laughs> <laughs> maths, maths with mates is uh, they get within two if they win their game in hand. Sorry, Three! Policies. No, 43 plus three is six. And then forty three four- plus three is not six. Forty six. <laughs> it's forty six. And Liverpool are on forty eight, oh, okay. so they're getting 2 Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, blind leading the blind over here. Um, but yeah, second, third, and fourth all on forty three. So, amazing. Probably the most interesting thing <laughs> nice. of this week. Um, and you've got Sheffield United bottom on ten, Burnley twelve, their second bottom, and Luton. Third bottom, 16. Cool. Yes. Um, But yeah, I mentioned before, Ivan Tony has returned. We've touched on him in the past about his ban for gambling on games that he was involved in. Um, So yeah, he was back and he scored. And what was a controversial goal? Um, I've not seen it.
0: Why was it controversial? He scored a free kick.
1: Free, free free kick to equalise for Roscoe. It later emerged that the forward had moved the f- referee's vanishing spray, and the ball oh. forward ah before firing low into the net. With a number of fans on social media accusing him of cheating. Fuck, he
0: likes tampering with lines, doesn't he? <laughs> he had a bet on it. He would
1: <laughs> would not take the free kick from where it was supposed to be. Taking overs on the line. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, good to see him back, and I hope he had himself for a goal if he was betting on it because uh, he scored. So good on him. I didn't know he was a free kick specialist.
0: He's yeah, I didn't I didn't know either. It was I don't know if you saw it. It was I I can see why maybe it's controversial because I didn't know he did that. I just saw the highlights, but like the wall was set up horribly. He he literally just curled it. Around the wall and it went straight into uh, the net. So it was like maybe he shifted it when he shouldn't have to, to get a free look at to goal. got a bit of an advantage. Yeah, because it wasn't yeah. like he curled it over the wall or anything. He just like slotted it, and the wall were just nowhere near it.
1: Yeah, they didn't. They weren't able to get near it yeah. because he'd moved the ball. All right, bit controversial. Um, but still, do better keeper.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, but yeah, he was back. So it's good to see him back. Um, probably help Brentford. They've struggled without him. The other news, there's not loads this week. I think a few teams are away and having their, their mid season breaks. Um, Henderson's gone to Ajax.
0: Yeah. Very. Thoughts
1: on that, mate. He's, he's begun the exodus from the Saudi league. Um, is he the first of many is my question to you.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't really I haven't really followed um what's been going on with Henderson there but I know he hasn't played much. Mm, um,
1: yeah, I've not either kept tabs on it. It it was shit seeing them all leave and now I'm I'm sort of glad they're they're coming back because yeah, it points to the league not being that good and hopefully it'll stop these players from just heading Well, over who else is coming back?
0: Money. Who else is coming back?
1: Well, there's talk Benzema's really unsettled and unhappy there. Uh-huh. Um but it's, like, it's no surprise, is it? Like, you go into a country where the, the standard is not that good, leaving from top leagues in Europe, and you're going for a payday, then just accept it for a payday. Don't be whinging about the standard of football. Yeah, no. Like, I, you knew what you were getting into.
0: I, I agree. That's where it's like, surely you knew that that was what was... You know, that's surely you knew those were the cards on the table. Do you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the (laughs) cards were well and truly on the table in this instance. Um, But yeah, Henderson to Ajax. I saw that he can get like bed sheets with his his name on them and stuff already. So will he be a sensation at Ajax in the Farmers League?
0: Yeah, I don't know how much of an upgrade that is from Saudi Arabia, but I mean. (laughs) Ajax are obviously one of the biggest clubs in the world, so um, mm. now he's played at two of them. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see how he does there.
1: Um, Who was the first? Uh, Big club. Liverpool. Oh, Sunderland. No, fair enough, <laughs> Sunderland. They are top side. Sunderland. <laughs> Do you reckon that? What was the colour of the team he played for in Saudi Arabia? I think they were green. Uh, Maybe that's what it was. He seems to do well if a club has red in them, so it's a good sign for Ajax fans.
0: Yeah, Ajax are red and white, aren't they, like Sunderland?
1: Correct, mate. Uh, Even with your colour blindness, you can't be fooled, can you?
0: Well, all the best to him. I've always got a soft spot for, you know, legend at Liverpool. Um, So, yeah, I hope he does well.
1: Yeah, um, relatively quiet on the transfer front. So I'm hoping there'll be a bit that happens before the end of Jan, as that's the end of the transfer window. But yeah, nothing to write home about as yet. We'll see what happens, huh? Who have we got next week? Any big ones? Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah, solid be a good game. That's on. Oh no, that's midweek. So there's midweek games this week. No, there's not. That must be next week. Nice, cool. Uh, next week. So there's no no Premier League next weekend either. Wow, quiet week next week for us anyway, moving on, <laughs> onwards and upwards
0: all right let's uh let's move into our what did you watch segment yes. alex what did that is my name what did we both watch this week?
1: It was American something, horror of something.
0: <laughs> American horror of something. Uh, close. It was American nightmare.
1: American nightmare. Horror nightmare, probably a synonym, so you can see what's happened there in my brain, can't yeah.
0: you? No, you got close, mate. Well done. Um, well, I'll let you start with the cards on the table. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: lay them <laughs> flat, mate. Um we obviously this is our second week of both uh, discussing something that we've watched. We've thrown a curveball this week. We've done a TV series, as such, a limited really TV a, series. Yeah, a limited TV series, whatever that means. Um, it was a three episode, three part thriller, a uh, true crime, mm-hmm. and it followed. Uh, I remember the, the detective Matt Mustard. Yeah, what a, a name. <laughs> Matty Mustard. Out. He's um, trying
0: to, to k- catch up to criminals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Mustard. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like you're playing a game of Cluedo, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It was <laughs> Colonel Mustard in the ballroom <laughs> with the cards oh. on the table. <laughs> oh, chuck me. Uh, but we shouldn't be laughing because it wasn't actually a funny thing it was true crime no, it's, and no it's yeah follows the lady I can't remember her name so you, maybe you go in with the logistics mate and I'll give you my opinion on
0: it i I can't remember her name either um but I don't think that matters that semantics um so yeah it's it's it centers around this couple who um were asleep one night and their house got broken into um and they were um tied up well the 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 male was tied up um put had goggles put on him and he was sedated um and the girl was kidnapped um and the guy woke up in the morning after the sedatives had, um, had, uh, uh not had effect anymore and called 911 and, and, <clears throat> and reported that his girlfriend and partner had been, uh, kidnapped. Um, and it's, was this really weird story, like a really weird scenario of how mm. the kidnap, hap- uh, kidnapping happened. Um, and the whole series is basically about how no one believed the couple. They thought that yeah. they had staged this whole kidnapping.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I read when you said we were watching that. I read it and I was expecting something a lot different to what it actually ended up being. Mm. Um, like I thought it was going to be uncovering how they faked this kidnapping. Yeah, same. And spoiler alert, Um. so turn off if you gonna watch it but they did not fake the kidnapping um and it came to light was it years later A couple years later
0: uh i can't remember i don't think it was heaps long later but it was like quite some time
1: yeah but this one really good cop uh the, the female cop and she uh basically uncovered the truth and she yeah. looked into it a lot more and started to connect a few cases and was like, and she didn't actually, she hadn't heard of this case, uh, the Gone Girl cases they were calling yeah, it because they, of the like, likeness to the movie Gone Girl well, at yeah, the, the time. Well,
0: they were saying because Gone Girl had been released, like, I think a couple months earlier, um, and obviously that movie is about a woman who stages her uh, murder, and... Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah so they thought that she w- was inspired by this movie and and did it to just piss her partner off um yeah but yeah it's really it's in, it's incredible just how uh how far a judgment can go really yeah and how um how you can potentially destroy two lives because of it.
1: Awful policing, though, wasn't it? Horrible. They,
0: like... they obviously had something in their mind. They, they yeah, just stuck with that. Yeah, and stuck with it and just thought, nah, these guys aren't telling the truth for whatever reason. And I don't know, like, I obviously wasn't in the position of... <clears throat> I'm not in the position of the detectives, but it did not seem like they had any sound evidence at all to suggest that it was a hoax. Like, why yeah. weren't they more yeah. open... To understanding or listening, like it was just—it's just bizarre.
1: Yeah, it was. I didn't didn't like that at all. And I get that the TV show probably frames it differently to how it it was in reality. And and obviously they're dealing with real real time evidence and all the rest of it. But it didn't put a good light on them. Like it did not put them in a good light. I should say
0: no. And it's uh, yeah, couldn't help but feel. Just horrible for the woman in particular who absolutely had she
1: was sexually assaulted, also. yeah, and
0: had to be vulnerable and open up about that. Um, you know, and and it was conflicting, obviously, because she was told not to say anything to the police because the person who threatened, uh, th- who kidnapped her threatened her life if she spoke out. And you know, she she did the courageous thing to to ask for help and then was just absolutely dismissed,
1: yeah, awful. And you know people often wonder why women don't report sexual abuse and stuff like that that's why yeah because you get dickheads like this who don't believe people
0: yeah no it was horrible and then yeah i don't want to go give away too much but um yeah it was just horrible to hear how like there once she opened up about the sexual assault the first like questions from the police were interviewing her family saying is she known to be like scandalous or Mm. you know sleep around and stuff like that like how is that how is that a question you even ask
1: yeah i know it's yeah pretty ludicrous some of the, the way they went about that and of course it took a female cop to be this sort of star and to empathize with a victim yeah. Um. and to really like it was great seeing her talk about uncovering that and feeling so good for how the woman must be feeling for being validated um, yeah absolutely so yeah it was it was interesting though i would recommend it if you're a true crime fan it's it's interesting
0: it is it's very interesting and i feel like it's um it's not the hardest thing to consume in that it's not it, it's obviously very sad what happens, but mm. there is a silver lining, a happy ending, I guess. So
1: yeah, yeah, to some respect, definitely. Yeah, um, but yeah, interesting watch this week, mate.
0: Yeah, no, good stuff. Um, what are we gonna watch next week? Are we...
1: Oh, maybe I'll. We'll watch uh, Boy Swallows Universe this week. I'll make time to to watch that because you've started that. I finished that, mate. You've finished it, so maybe next week we can discuss that, if that will still be in your mind. Yeah, also watched Blackfish last night, which is very interesting. I've seen that a while ago, yeah. That could be a good one to
0: talk about. As two, uh, two individuals who care a lot about uh, animals.
1: i just have to re-watch that, I think. It's
0: a good one. I recommend it for those out there who want something to watch as well.
1: Save it for the pod. There's another
0: I'll one for free. Pod. Let's go into Song of the Week.
1: Yahoo, baby. Any uh any feedback from the state library workers? <coughs> state library workers.
0: Um yeah, my brother picked me up from training last week and he said, Oh, thanks for uh having us on your on your podcast,
1: man. That was Nick. For those listeners who can't see, he just joined us with a quick <laughs> sentence.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I got from him. But you know i guess that means he appreciates it
1: a heartfelt thank you of course but i didn't
0: um, i didn't do it for him i genuinely like the song so
1: from the two time best and fairest winner there you go that's yeah Well, uh
0: we already gave him an ego last week so we <laughs> add on to it today um what have you got for song of the week today mate
1: I've gone back back to Australia this week. Um, nice. It is a band out of Queensland. I believe they're based in Gold Coast. Ooh. They are called Girl and Girl. And this track is called Dance Now.
0: Dance or dance?
1: I say both. So uh, what do you prefer, mate? Dance. Dance. Dance now. Is it more,
0: Um, but what sort of a vibe is it? Is it like a, yeah, dance now, or is it a dance vibe?
1: No, yeah, like dance now. A small dance, yeah. Yeah, dance. But, yeah, it's good. It's a very indie rock sort of number. I feel like it's, they're quite raw, um, but it's kind of got a hippocampus vibe to it, like an Aussie hippocampus feel. Slash the drums, you know, somewhere between that. So if you like that genre... Yeah. Uh, those couple of bands might be for you.
0: Yeah, cool. No, I'm keen to listen to it. Um, My song of the week this week, um, you haven't asked me yet, but I thought it was an opportune time to butt in. Uh, um, Standard. Mine this week was, I actually found doing the old doom scroll on Instagram. It was a reel of this guy playing someone their song on meagle. <laughs> Oh yeah, which is like that random generated like video chat uh, site. Um, yeah, yeah. And he played one of his original songs, and I thought it sounded sick. Um, so I looked him up, um, found his found the song on Spotify, um, and his name is Aviram, and the song is called "It Takes a Lot to Try" or it "Takes a Lot for Me to Try." Um, but yeah, uh, pretty I, cool discovery. Yeah, it, it was really cool. Wait,
1: you weren't watching Omegle. You saw a video of him doing that on Yeah, Omegle. Yeah, no, I wasn't on Omegle. <laughs> for once. Um, <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what Omegle is, it's like a chat online where you just get put into chat rooms on video chat with random people and you can imagine what goes on there um, that Carmen gets up to. It's how we met, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I clicked on the wrong tab. <laughs> Shirtless Croatian bloke. Oh, God. All right.
0: Well, yeah, that's our songs of the week. Hope you've been liking the playlist. Um, we'll add it to it. But
1: is it a release track? Yeah, yeah, do yeah. Do we, no. we have to go on Omegle no. and wait for it pop up? Yeah. Fucking no, hell, that's not him, it? With his knob out. <laughs> Put on Carmen again. Put it away, Abiram. <laughs>
0: oh, God. All right, let's move on out of here.
2: <laughs> ranking! It's ranking time! All right.
1: What have we got, mate? We've got uh, ranking time, is it? Yeah, Big Isaac Rankings
0: segment this week. We, uh, we had a, a listener um, uh, give us the idea for this one. You want to tell us about that, Al?
1: Yeah, well, I just wanted to shine a light on this segment because I was on a, another podcast last week, Falcon Footy. Shout out to them, and thank you for having me on. Um, And Josh, Mr. Clarky, who we've had on here, yep. uh, mentioned that he's a big fan of this segment. So it's nice to... They love the pun, the Isaac Rankin's pun. Um, So shout out to them and Falcon Footy pod. But this week, we are ranking... Uh, and it's one that a friend of ours, uh, some say, a legend in the billiards community <laughs> in Adelaide. Um.
0: Uh, yeah, no, uh, I don't know why I laughed. This is a serious thing. He is—he's a magician with stick in hand.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, it's
0: not—it's him- not Harry Potter. <laughs>
1: It's not a bloke. It's the sort of bloke you would find on Omegle with stick in hand. Actually, it's it's Jacob, and he is sent in. He's a listener of the the show, a genuine, loyal, of the pod. a
0: loyal fan of the pod. Yeah,
1: um, and he's a, a, a an okay drummer at times, um, but he laughs, laughs at all my jokes. He wait, that's that, why we like him?
0: Just more stick reference in it. He loves sticks. The <laughs> yeah, bloke
1: <he> loves sticks. <laughs> Paul Hughes, uh, drumsticks, and. uh my jokes <laughs> um but yeah he has given us this this ranking group and it is celebrations obviously there's a million celebrations in the world so he has uh provided us with a list of 11 which we've
0: What wow, can you actually, but can we uh, clarify that more it's not just like celebrations like a happy birthday or a fucking merry christmas is it
1: no it's not it's like um Goal or scoring celebrations. Yeah,
0: sport-related celebrations.
1: Sport-related celebrations. Athletes, cele-
0: athletes celebrating after they've scored a goal or done something cool in sport.
1: And it must be said, he initially emailed us with the, you know, the suggestion of doing this and he said, oh, do goal celebrations, rank your best ones. And we asked him for further information. He said, oh, it's kind of up to you. And then he gave us... Twelve to thirteen um, celebrations to rank, so yeah. it wasn't really up to us. Um, as he mentioned at the start, of I'm email, just but
0: I'm just surprised he had a night off from the billiards. To get yeah, all that he must done.
1: Have, must have been between breaks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking eating his noodles with chopsticks while he was doing it.
1: <laughs> anyway, he's got a walking stick, the old boy. <laughs> Doubles as a pool cue. Um, But yeah, we have come up with 10 from the ones he gave us, 10 of our, I guess, favourites. And we're going to rank them together because it was sent in by a listener and friend of the pod. So if you have any, send them in and we will rank them together, as we are about to do. Nice. So do we read them all out and then rank them?
0: Yeah, we'll. yeah, I guess so. We'll read them all out and I guess give a bit brief explanation.
1: All right, uh, we've got the Dame Time, which uh, Dame Lillard, from uh, famously from Portland Trailblazers, now at the Milwaukee Bucks, does generally after he's hit a big shot, a three-point shot, to win the game for his team. Uh, he taps on his wrist and does Dame Time. Got the too small to guard me in the NBA, which is obviously closing the name.
0: Yeah, but it's like, when what do they do? They like put their hand close to the ground, hey?
1: Yeah, it's very, uh, I don't know what you'd call that. Cards on the table. Cards on the table. <laughs> um, you've got Charlie Cameron's motorbike, from Vroom, we've all seen it. Um, Leighton Hewitt's Come On, which yeah, is very in the spirit of that Oz Open. A classic. Uh, do you want to explain the next one?
0: Uh, we've got... <laughs> This is a great one. They got mega backflip from longest yard. Uh <laughs> if you've seen the film Longest Yard, you definitely know that celebration.
1: I've not I've seen it but I can't remember it, so you'll have to you'll be the one to decide that. Um we got Nicky Winmar lifting his shirt up and pointing to his skin. Yeah, great. One. Uh we got uh, Ronaldo shoo. <laughs> uh we've got Tim Cahill boxing the corner flag. Yeah, classic, classic Aussie one. move. Yeah. Um, And we've got a guy who scored a goal, we're not sure, but it went viral in what league, whatever league he's in. He scored a goal and then jumped over and sat in the stands and clapped himself (laughs) um, and the team, which is very good. And we've got the D'Ange, ice in the veins, slash Bailey Smith's uh, ode to Ange when he did it in the finals game against Brisbane, I believe, for the Doggies. Yeah.
0: Is that a reference? I was thinking about that the other day. Is that a subtle reference to meth as well? Um possibly, cuz it's like I get it. You're ice cold, you know, you can hit a big shot when it's when you're under pressure, but like they the symbol is like it looks like they're injecting something into their veins and
1: yeah. Yeah, okay. kind of point into their veins, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. I hope it's no drug reference. Anyway.
1: Yes, hopefully not. Um. Anyway, let's get into them. All right. What What you got is number ten, mate. Your least favorite out of that bunch.
0: My we'll least get some
1: dialogue about it.
0: My least favorite. I think I reckon the DeAng and Bailey Smith ice in the veins. Just, just Ooh. the, uh, yeah, the vagueness of it, and not, not quite knowing if you know that's a reference to to drugs as well. And okay. we don't we don't support drugs on this pod.
1: I see your Dange and I raise you as who. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, I hate
0: that. well, he's your mate, Cristiano Ronaldo.
1: Yeah, he he wasn't into all that shit when he was at United until the second time. Yeah, um, even then, I think he came up with a new one while he was there. So, yeah, well, we, I'm not we, a fan of that
0: one. Should we sue ten and put uh, the ice in veins at nine?
1: I don't mind the, the Deanne Joyce in the veins. like yeah. oh, We'll come back to that then. So we're, I'd uh, say Charlie Cameron motorbike. Yeah. Like it's all right, but I'm not a big fan of that. Um, yeah, not a big
0: fan of motorbikes either.
1: Yeah, too many. He's not raising awareness about you know motorbike accidents on the roads, is he? Nah, nah. He's showing off with his handlebar.
0: Yeah, he's not wearing a helmet either while he's doing it. So. No, no.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's not promoting good use of the road rules. So we'll put that at nine, shall we? Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Um, Charlie Cameron driving down to ninth spot. Fuck, this is going to be tough. And then we can go the ice in the veins, then, ice shall in the veins? we? All right. We'll nah, go there at eight. I actually do like it. I just think it's very overused now. Yeah. The moment <laughs> that Bailey Smith did it, it was pretty sick.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not really been
1: done in AFL. So yeah. that was cool. Um,. um but there's better basketball ones on this list. So, yeah, we'll go that at eight. Oh, this is
0: hard because um, these ones I actually really like. Um, I'm going to put... Oh, should we put Megget backflip, longest yard, just because well, I really like it and I think it's really funny that it's in there. But you obviously don't know it, so... It I don't know. It. It, is it good heart.
1: value? Like, is it funny?
0: The celebration itself isn't funny, but it's yeah. it's funny that it's been put in this list.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, so we'll give him, a sh- give him props for putting it in, but it's going at seven, the maggot backflip. So what do we have left? We got the Nicky Winmar lifting the shirt, Cahill corner flag, mm-hmm. the bloke sat in the stands clapping himself, uh, too small to guard me, and Dame time. Dame time. Um, Oh, and we got Hewitt! Come on, Hewitt! Come on. Mm. I. I'm going Cahill flag yeah. or Hewitt. Come
0: on. Nah, I'm with you with Cahill. <clears throat> <clears throat> I, All right. Again, classic. Absolutely, very original when he when he did it. Um,
1: yeah. But probably
0: just lost its lost its moment really now, hasn't it?
1: iconic though i do respect it like, i don't think that's a bad celebration no it's but... not
0: i like i said i loved it but it just yeah it's probably probably uh not in not something you see anymore so.
1: promotes violence doesn't it as it does. well. yeah it does we so. don't yeah. like that on this book we don't like beating inanimate <laughs> animal objects um we prefer to beat animal <laughs> objects <laughs> no that's a joke um what we got, I think, late and next, personally.
0: Nah, the, come on, <laughs> this is he fucking American now? <laughs> um, oh, it's such a classic, though. And like, I just feel like everyone still uses that.
1: It was a there was a touch of arrogance in it for me, though. It's just um, it's such a bit showy, a,
0: yeah, but it's such a I don't know, it's really cemented itself in pop culture though like it's something you just do all the time even outside of sport
1: yeah hmm. do you know what i mean like but I, so what's your suggestion if not that at number five
0: i think maybe like a uh, too small to guard me yeah because it's yeah i
1: could get around that yeah
0: i like it like it's funny it's shithousery yep but I am too small to guard anyone, and I feel a little attacked.
1: I've never hit you with that. That would be pretty cruel. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, because you can't. I'm fucking taller than you.
1: Oh, yeah, the dog up, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's one that can be overused, but I fucking love it in the right moment. Oh,
0: it's great, and you can see how much it oh, annoys it winds people Yeah, up. it's so good.
1: Because, yeah, it is great when they do it to someone who's like 6'10 and a good shot blocker. It's just Oh, brilliant. Um, But, yeah, we'll go that then. We'll go that number five and then maybe Leighton four. Or you still think it's uh, up there? Look,
0: I'll compromise because I'm a good team player. It would be right up there for me, but we can put old Leighton at number four and uh, he's a Crows member as well. So I just want to shout him out for that. Go the Crows.
1: Yeah, up the and his is some playing in this uh yeah. Oz Open.
0: Cruz Hewitt.
1: Is it Cruz Hewitt? I think it's
0: Cruz or it's something.
1: What would he do with uh, Charlie Cameron on his motorbike? <laughs> he um he's not playing he put his helmet on.
0: He's not playing in this Oz Open by the way. He play he plays in the like under fifteens or seventeens or
1: something. Oh okay, he's still younger. But he is playing at whatever that age group yeah, is yeah. at this Oz Open. Yeah. yeah, okay.
0: Correct um
1: apologies there all right so Uh, our
0: top three so it's either dame time the nikki winmar lifting shirt pointing to skin or sitting in the stands clapping after scoring mm. yeah dame time's made it hard that is just dame
1: time's hard
0: it's just iconic for like it's one of the best individual celebrations hey yeah, like and because I'm definitely no one
1: biased. Like we're both big Dame fans. Yeah,
0: but not and no one else can do it. That's what I love about it. Yeah, that's his thing.
1: Yeah, and it's such a cool thing. Like I'm taking over the game now. Like, yeah, just a little tap to the wrist and be like, "It's it's on me now. I'm I'm taking over here." Um, I, I love it. But the celebration itself is not great. It's the moment that happens, obviously. The fact that he does it after like a big game winner, so it has this feeling with it that's um, mega. I suppose. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely.
1: Um, so, uh, <coughs> maybe he sat in the stands clapping after scoring. Yeah, you want to go that third for for usability? You're probably not going to do that again. But what a funny moment! Yeah, to probably do that. probably
0: inconvenient. Hey
1: very clever and yeah imagine someone at big ground that they get bloody mugged as they went in the stand
0: yeah you probably couldn't do that in the premier league could you
1: no and you couldn't do it ever because i don't think i've seen you score <laughs>
0: <laughs> no mate i'm clapping you are down the one on clapping me the bench. When, when i score <laughs> i'm always in the stands clapping <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah i think that one in number three very unique very clever very funny um but hasn't got much usability for future goals. Yeah. Alright.
0: We'll uh we'll put that as number three.
2: Oh
1: mm. I I don't yeah, uh it's hard So we one. got we got left in the and pointing to the skin and Dame time. Both big for their own reason. And I'm I'm not saying it'd be politically correct or anything like that. What an incredible celebration that Wemar did. Like at that time, under the scrutiny, like of just being indigenous and playing in the AFL.
0: Yeah. What a response for me? For me, it has to be number one because of that.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I'd probably go with you there. Just the
0: courage to do that, and how significant it is still. Yeah, you the know?
1: balls on him to just be like, yeah, look at this. Yeah, I yeah, I I very much uh, rate that. Um, it's a very punk rock thing to do, isn't it? That
0: yeah, and was just such a turning point, like for for a for a massive thing, you know. Yeah, and something that we still look back on when we when we talk about uh, racism and, and, and indigenous Australians in our country, and um, it's a
1: powerful image, isn't it? it? Is like when very... you see that, it's um, yeah.
0: So yeah, very f- for me for something to have still that much influence today um yeah i think that's my number one
1: lock it in i'll join you there mate so we've got dame time number two um yeah. a close second yeah very close yeah. second i
0: I do love that
1: and the famous Nicky winmar bringing us in to number one number on nine. our list of celebrations there's obviously loads that we missed so you could potentially even send us in more lists of those sort of ones that you want us to rank or send us in other ones that you want us to rank anything we're yeah passing. i
0: really i really enjoyed that it was nice to have a contribution from a fan and yeah please send us some more that was that was fun to do we didn't do an honorable mention but i have thought of one i just want to chuck in quickly the oh. old the old daniel Starridge when he's riding on the surfboard <laughs> he
1: does that weird dance that is a horrible dance. It's so cool. I love he that. looks like one of those men you get outside like a car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> the floppy blokes. <laughs> Here at <to> Inflatable Arms of <laughs> War. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for taking the time uh, to send that one in, Mr. Jacob. Uh, I know it's hard to, to get messages out when you're Obviously, playing and practicing nonstop with your billiards. Uh, good luck in the the World Championships of Adelaide.
0: Yeah, and we we apologise for giving you so much stick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He'd enjoy it. See you on Omegle. <laughs> All
0: right, thank you everyone for tuning in to episode thirteen. Um, yeah, I had had a lot of fun today. Al.
1: That was good, yeah. A bit bit longer, I think, than what we have been doing, but that's all right. Yeah, nah, fuck them. Well, more for the <laughs> listeners to enjoy, mate. Ah, uh, fuck them.
0: What else you got to do except listen to the boys on In Under? Hey. <laughs> the
1: boys from Gallaudet. <laughs> all
0: right, we'll uh, see you next week, episode 14, coming at you.
1: See you next week.